Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Welcome back, my friend. Another edition of North County Now. North County's number one podcast <laughs> according to you in the world according to me <laughs> yeah episode 209 we got a hot one today got some you know obviously we got our Padres talk beers of the week craft corner all that kind of fun stuff what's going on around town we did get a, a, a listener I was, I was trying to figure out what to call him a viewer uh, <laughs> a subscriber a listener uh, reached out with a few topics we're going to get into as well, clear up a few mm-hmm. things that we that we didn't clear up last week. So, uh, did some digging on one of the topics he sent over, and we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what I can <laughs> find on that one. But anyway, it's got some good stuff. So if you guys need anything, as always, I'm Chris Erickson. Find me over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. You got who's over there? Cassidy Lewis at Cassidy Lewis re on the old Insta. Come say what's up over there. And one of the things I'm going to drop today, I'm actually dropping tomorrow or should, should be on a reel. So it'll be, it'll coincide with this episode of North County. Now, as always sponsored by the beach life group, our crew right here in North County, San Diego, not a real estate podcast, but if you guys need anything, hit us up. Hello at North County, ca.com. Got your back questions. Uh, I've just, I watch a lot of real estate content and so, I mean, obviously we're in the biz, so it's kind of like all day, every day, but even just watching, mm-hmm. you know, there's just so much stuff out there and there's so much information <laughs> and you you can pick and choose. Is the market crashing? Is it taking off? Is it, is it, is rates going to go up? Is this new, uh, Fannie Mae or the, no, I think it was FH, FA or FHA. One of those, mm-hmm. maybe it's all those combined. Anyways, like a, a new <laughs> kind of how they're pricing loans and stuff. Is that going to affect you? Anyways, there's just a lot of information out there. So if you want personalized information, that's what I'm getting at. That's what you need. <laughs> what's going on in your situation? Hit us up. So anyways, what's up with the, what's our real estate minute this week? Um, It just keeps being all over the place. Huh. We're obviously seeing competition again, like we talked about last week, but um, it just seems like it's very specific to each house and, you know, interest rates keep moving and it's, it's wild out there. It is. It is. That's why as the video we just dropped on Instagram or not on Instagram is on a YouTube channel. And we're dropping another one from, we had one from the buyer side. We have one from the seller side. Just go to, go to Google and search San Diego real estate with the beach life group and you'll find it. But uh, we covered kind of why it's important to have a pro in your side. But anyways, uh 30 year fixed today coming in and the 25th at 6.5. So we are seeing a downtrend on that. It was earlier or towards the end of last, no, beginning of last week. So the 19th, it was 6.75. Uh, it's a, I guess a quarter, quarter point swing, but it's not, it's still volatile, but you know, it's changing consistently. So 
Mm-hmm. Consistently changing. <laughs> Consistently inconsistent. <laughs> there we go. So anyways, <laughs> it's sitting at 6.5 today. But hit us up. If you guys need anything, we got your back. So let's get into it. How was the the week? I know we were texting over the weekend a little bit. And yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> one of the questions I asked you was <laughs> how baseball go. So not so good. Yeah. You <laughs> sent me sent me back the middle finger. <laughs> I didn't quite go that far, but it was, uh, you know, every, every team has bad day. Uh, it was the, it was hot on Saturday, Saturday, even by, you know, eight 30 in the morning when it was game time, it was sunny. It was probably 75, but, um, it was glorious day. by the way. Yeah. If you weren't it playing was. ball or anything, you kind of had some shade going on. It was just after having these grape roll days and it was, yeah. it was, I don't know. I just soaking up the sun, just sitting out there like, wow, this yeah. is, this is nice. Cause I'm always cold. So it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. Honestly, it just was, uh, I, our giants look super good, but they wear all black. Yeah. So, uh, they, <laughs> but they wear black pants and black jerseys, black hats. So they're out there just absolutely baking and they, in, you know, the older team just got mowed down by two really good pitchers who, pitched four of the six innings. So it was a little deflating. And I think, <laughs> I think the, uh, the little kid, the little giants, uh, maybe sent some frustration in me when we got started in our game and we got beat up pretty good. The final score in the big boys was outrageous. It was, I don't know, 21 to six or something. Um, the other one was closer than I thought. I honestly, if you would have asked me at the end of the game, I would have said we lost by 10. And I think we only lost, I think we only lost by three. Okay, so. good. By the way, is my is my mic on? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot to test it. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Uh, yeah. So, and Saturday was a uh, just kind of a action packed day too. We um, came came Bray School had their um, country fair, um, which is like an all day event. So more sun, like more time in the sun, um, and and it, was, and it was fun and um now i'm have, drawing a blank what we did saturday evening but i think i think there <laughs> I, was something else also. i know what you did sunday evening you went to see yeah. you went on our, our roundup of uh super mario brothers so yes we definitely did that um we went and saw super mario's super mario brothers which was like you said super fun um and I'm really drawing a blank. Oh, Cam had a hitting clinic. <laughs> it was baseball all day long. Yeah. On, on Saturday. Um, yeah, they had a, him and a buddy had a hitting clinic from 530 to 730. Um, and they look like zombies after they were just <laughs> absolutely dead. Um, <laughs> to the point where we, I took the, both the boys to Chipotle after for dinner and Cam was just sitting there. He just finished his, dinner and i'm like all right let's go and he's like no can we just sit here a little bit longer (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you can sit in the car let's go see my guy was like that too but he was he was sick all or not sick well i guess sick he kind of had a temperature sick ish yeah it wasn't like a bat but yeah just he didn't Mm -hmm. he didn't swing a bat all weekend but he was just like laying on the i'm so tired (laughs) i get so i could see yeah actually playing ball all, all day would do it too yeah yeah exactly um and I, you know, I, I picked up some tips too on the hitting clinic. So we'll see how I do on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, do it. That's all. I, I've been watching for some reason in my YouTube feed. There's this dude, I think his name's Danny Maud, maybe. 
He's mm-hmm. like a, I want to say British dude, but he's a golf instructor. And so I've just been hooked. I don't know. So I'm going golfing tomorrow, but I've been hooked on just kind of getting these little, you know, eight to 10 minute videos, little tips and tricks. And you're like, oh, dude, that does make sense. So we'll see yeah. if it does translate to actually being, <laughs> being out there. So I'm going to watch you Thursday. You all I'll, I'll give you guys the roundup on my golf golf game next week, but it was, it's like little stuff, you know, you have your swing, let's say yeah, forever. I've never been to a hitting coach or any sort of, <laughs> you know, golf coach. And I mean, just little, little tweaks and just kind of little visualizations in your head. Like, what do you tell you for hitting? What was one of the, what would you learn? Well, they put, so the main, like where they actually were taking BP, cause there's a whole bunch of like, um, stations and stuff. And they went around and, but where they were actually hitting off of soft toss, like soft toss, uh, pitching, um, they put a cone on the other side of home plate and they were supposed to watch that cone even after they hit the ball, which yeah. just keep means keeping your head down through the swing rather than lifting, which in softball, I mean, that's the difference between a hit and a pop-up is lifting your head at all yeah, and not hitting it on the screws. So, um, it was cool. And, and literally that's not a tough thing to do. It's probably, it's the same as golf, right? Keep your head on the ball. Keep your head. Well, no, keep your head down. Yeah. And don't, don't look at the ball until you've already finished your swing. Um, <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> that's the whole, I'll tell you. It is. I, I think know, about no. it about, let's say 10 seconds, no less than 10 seconds before I go hit the ball <laughs> in golf. And then right after I swing, I'm like, nope, didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I've heard my, my dad, uh, about 5,000 times say, I'll watch the ball. I'll watch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And Don, Donovan's heard it a lot of times too. I've, uh, since he started golfing later in life, um, he goes ballistic when he starts hearing that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is good. the hardest. It's the easiest yet hardest thing to learn about swimming yeah. in the golf club. The most fundamental thing, but also yeah, you, you, you just, you want to see where that thing goes. Yeah. I know. I, I get it. I get it. It's easy. Yeah. Like I have the, I have the prettiest swing when during practice with, there's no ball mm-hmm. there, just that warm up swing. All right. <laughs> so let's do, all right. I got it. And then go boom, chunk the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang it. So close. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, but we're going to have a good one. I'm going, yeah. Twin it, Oaks. So it should be good. Oh yeah, you'll be fine. You'll only lose like twelve balls. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> my my pops uh, left me up with like forty, so I should be oh, good. should have oh, good. Or twenty eight left. Yeah, good, good. Um, and then Sunday we just chilled. It was super nice, not having much, and chilled by the pool. The boys were in it for like two or three hours. Oh, between the jacuzzi and the pool, and uh, did Chelsea and Bray put together our garden again? Rebuilt our or replanted our garden. Um. Watch well, what's what, what's growing or what's what's the uh this year's carrots crop from seeds carrots from seeds is the is one that they always try um and the carrots end up being like an inch and a half long <laughs> um the some strawberries some cucumber a uh, jalapeno uh, i think an anaheim chili something like that um or poblano i can't remember um did i already say cucumber that's a, I don't believe so. Yeah, cucumbers the other one. Um, we did zucchini last time, but we realized after um, we got a couple of big zucchinis that I'm the only one that likes it. So 
<laughs> oh, we got more zucchini. Here you go, Dan. All right, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that that was fun. Um, they went to they went to Home Depot and then they went to Armstrong's, and Armstrong's uh, was giving away free bags of ladybugs. Oh, cool. So you, you got, got one? Have you ever seen you that get... before? No. I've seen them. Yeah. I've seen them sell them at I think Home Depot and then maybe uh, Grand Ghetto's over here. Mm-hmm. But I forget. I, I looked into it once. Like they eat the aphids or something. Aphids. Under. Yeah. But I was like, how? Do, why are they just going to stay on that tree then? Like you just release them on the tree and they're like, yeah, we're, well, we're good not, here. Yeah. It, I read the whole little thing on the back of the thing. It's they reproduce so quick. They live for like a year, but they reproduce pretty quick. And so even if they just stay like in your garden for you know, a day or two, they can lay eggs, they hatch, then they, oh, it just okay. kind of like creates the cycle. Um, there's a, Chelsea has a little rose bush that's uh, in a pot and there were aphids all over it. And so we put like five or six ladybugs on it and that thing is aphid free two days wow. later. It's wild. So it, it does work. It works and they didn't mm-hmm. leave it, but you're supposed to plant them like, um, you're supposed to let them go. I mean, at like sunset or early first, like first light in the morning. Um, so they are kind of mellow. Yeah. And they don't, on, they don't just fly automatically. So side Sounds note, cool. ladybugs, great movie starring Rodney Dangerfield. You guys <laughs> seen that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I gotta I know about the whole, uh, I don't know if Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield will get canceled these days. That seems like a, <laughs> my, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did that and and then we went and saw, like you said, we went and saw um, Mario Brothers at Sinopolis at a couple pops. Might be my beer of the week. We'll see. Let me um, get Stone IPA. <laughs> yeah, you just gave it away. <laughs> I know the menu there pretty well. <laughs> no, the other one they had was the Fear Movie Lion. So oh, did they really? I didn't even see that one. They, yeah, you have to ask. It says special beer. So the Sinop- Sinopolis hack here. They have the, you know, stone. They have the standards, like whatever. I forget what there's a few other ones. The stones are IPA and draft, but they say you ask, a, there's like a seasonal thing at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do we got seasonal or what other IPA, you know? And she's like, oh, named off beer movie lines and some maybe something hazy even. I forget, but it comes in a can. So it's not draft. Got it. Got it. But it, they did have it. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that's not his beer of the week, guys. Just hold tight for that. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can find a new one between now and then. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, I... And then watch the Warriors game. That was the only other thing. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I knew I forgot we'll, something. We'll get into the Warriors in the sports section. Yep. So give, a, give, us, nervous. give us an update on that one. Yeah. I, I watched a little racing this weekend, so a little NASCAR racing. <laughs> <laughs> so a riveting weekend Kyle of Bush. watching a Kyle car Bush. go in a loop. No, it, I, I turned it, it for some reason. Uh, I was I don't even know why. I just flicked on the TV, and it was just the last. I think there were six laps left, or mm-hmm. six or eight laps. Right when I kicked it on, they're they're cruising around, got in a crash. So then they do like a two two lap kind of final finale mm-hmm. like a they let them you know instead of just like that one final lap they give them two more within i don't know 10 seconds of the the restart there was another big crash so they you know lap them back around got to clean it all back up so finally did like the third one and just kind of coming around 
uh, one of the turns, there was another huge pileup, but Jeez. they were they were already close enough to where they were able to finish. But it was it was an interesting last six laps. I'll tell you that. That's mm. that's when it gets fun. It was cool. It was actually <laughs> like you know racing, bumping, like you you could just see them kind of actually getting into the action. So kind of lining up three deep, and it was fun. That's when nice. I liked the race. Yeah, I won't be watching this week, but it was Talladega. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't have that. That's the all the racing update I have for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Did Kyle Busch win? Is that what he said? Yeah, he. I just because they had all the guys behind him crashed. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> he just by himself. Yeah. No. There. I mean, he was up front, but still, it was going to come down to a tighter race at the end, and he just kind of was out in front of. There was like him and one other guy out in front of the the crash before the caution came out. So. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I got to I got out to uh, one of my favorite running spots again, Manchester Preserve, over in uh, Encinitas. Get out there, go explore. It was last time I went, it was wet and muddy. This time it was it was still you could see where the rain had come down, you know, in the previous weeks, and so there's big trenches, I guess, from the the, the runoff. But it was still for the most part, it was nice. One of the things that that uh, who was it, Mark. So Mark, shout out to Mark, our our listener who sent us an, a nice email about a bunch of stuff coming through. But he did say, the yeah, I went running out there, but uh, we mentioned running clubs last week. There's also a running club that meets at Culture Brewing every Tuesday night to run on the coast, and it's called uh, on Strava. If you have the Strava app, any any runners out there, if you got the Strava app, that's what I used to track my journey to a thousand last year. But it's at Encinitas Culture Run on Instagram. So. They usually drink after the run. However, if you, however, if you're into that foam in your belly, there's the annual beer run at BTR. So, nice. yeah, yep. I so. saw the the one that ends at Double Peak. They were getting there. They were getting back to Double Peak when I had my meeting last week. So, so they did have a beer. Yeah, I'm, that's. I mean, they're having beers after, after. right? Yeah, okay, good. Yep. Good, good. All right. Yeah. And the other thing, so you got, it was homemade fish and lobster taco night here. If you get lobster from where did it was at Vaughn's, that good old Vaughn's lobster. But I was like, <laughs> oh, cool. I'll get some lobsters, have some lobster tacos and maybe like a little fish. Well, it was supposed to be fish tacos. And I couldn't find a fish I like. So I ended up going to Harvest Ranch over in Encinitas or over in the living hand. Man, that place is racy. I was just like, <laughs> good Lord. For everything, I'm like, dang, like this same thing over at Vaughn's was half the price. Not kidding, like half the price, not the fish, but something else. Mm-hmm. Everything in there. I mean, I, I go there for specialty items is, is you know, if you need a, I needed a slab of fish. So that's what I had to go in there for. But yep. everyday shopping, it's just like, wow, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's good for, they have good quality meat. And yeah, fish, for sure. Which is the cool yeah. thing. Yeah. Yep. So their butcher cabinet's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And, and their pre-made just, stuff's cool too. Like we we get the <clears throat> one of our go-tos is to get the kebabs that they like pre-make there, um, to barbecue up, and they have really good twice-baked potatoes that all you have to do is throw in the oven for twenty minutes or something. So yeah, good stuff. yeah. The the pre-made. I mean, yeah. Once again, the pre-made. Like when it walked over the pre-made salad section, I was like, oh, I get a salad too, and I got uh, like the artichoke salad. It's like twelve ninety nine a pound. I was like, never mind. I'm good. I'll just uh have the I'll have some asparagus. 
but when you're at Vaughn's, if you get the lobster, they have a little frozen section of frozen you know, fish and whatnot and shrimp and all that kind of stuff. And it's in the corner. It's tucked away, you know, at least in mine, big, small section. But I was like, oh, cool, lobster. It's only eight bucks for a whole bag of it. But it was the lobster claws and knuckles. So it was still uh, good. I mean, it was still tasty. But it, I was thinking, oh, you know, big old tail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. So dead check <laughs> before you guys get it. Uh, but any, anyways, that was, that <laughs> you was should my have gone to Pelly's. That would have been, or, um, seaside. Yeah. See, I need to hit you up. Cause I, I was thinking where else has some fish? Like I need somewhere with Pelly's fish. is so good. That's our goat. I mean, honestly, Pelly's I'd say seaside and Pelly's are probably similar in price, but, um, Pelly's has just got great stuff and it's just a fish market, which is great. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say there. That's their specialty. So yeah. Next time, next time I will hit you up and go to mm-hmm. Pelly's. But yep. Anyways, it came out, came out good. Nice little grilled mahi mahi. Made some nice seasoning, tasty. Threw it on, threw it on, threw it on a taco. Nice. Not, not too shabby. Also, if you guys need something coming up this weekend in Encinitas, the 2023 Spring Street Fair is the 29th and the 30th, so Saturday and Sunday. It's just going to have over, I mean, it's just like any street fair around here, but 450 unique food, art, and craft vendors, plus four entertainment stages, children's rides, bike valets, and a kid-slash-dog-friendly beer garden. So take advantage of the free family fun entertainment, a national award-winning Main Street, and a traditional SoCal beach town. Come for the sun, stay for the moonlight. It is going to be from... They're gonna, well, if you go to just go to ncs101.com, it has the whole lineup of if you're looking for a specific act, they have the lumber yard, they have Hanson's community stage. They usually have a stage with the the kids playing out there, the, they're jamming. So fun times. So Saturday was I was trying to find the hours, but anyway, oh, there you go, nine to five. So all day, get out there. We usually do a lap, go down there, do a lap, grab like a churro or something, and head on back. It's a fun thing to pass the time if you're bored. Very cool. All right. Let's get into sports. Sports. How about sports? Our (laughs) weekly sports roundup. I'll start us off with the standings for the National League West. (laughs) It's coming in. Here we go. The the results are in. (laughs) I know, right? The results Uh. are in. Coming in, uh, we got our Padres sitting right at 500, one game back of the Diamondbacks, who are 13 and 11, and half game back from the Dodgers, 12 and 11. The old Gigantes are sitting at 9 and 13, and three games huge back. Huge improvement. That's Did a, they that's they a, come, were they seven and 13 or what? Yeah, they I went think a two, they two were in a row? six and 13. I think six they won 13. three in a row. Okay, is that right? It could have been yeah, their last sure. ten. Yeah. They were four and six. Out of their last yeah. 10, so they could have been like one and nine yeah, or two were. and eight, something yeah. like that. Yep. Yep. They've won. They beat the Mets uh, twice, and then they beat the Cardinals last night. So the game last night was interesting. Alex Cobb, who pitched for the Giants, has only pitched two complete game shutouts in his career, and he pitched one last night. Mm-hmm. The last time he threw one was 10 years ago. That's I don't know why. That just seems crazy to me. That's a long time. Like he's pitched 10, 10 years, and... Hasn't had another complete game shutout. So. <laughs> it's a long time. I mean, complete game shutouts. I wonder if you ran that stat on everybody. How like would they? What 
I'm sure a lot of guys are maybe not that far of a spread, but I'm sure they mm-hmm. have a decent it's chunk just, of time, at least for like yeah. studs, you know, at least now too. It's just more, it's just so much more rare now. Yeah. Uh, like he was creeping up towards like a hundred pitches in the last inning. And I'm like, Oh, I wonder how much of a leech they'll give him. Cause you just don't see guys throw a hundred pitches anymore. Like mm-hmm. it's just not a thing. I just remember like Jason Schmidt was one that he probably pitched like, I don't know, 10, 12 complete game shutouts in his career. Um, and there were a couple where it's like 115, 118, 120. You're like, ooh, do they pull them? Do they? <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> That's at that point, if they're feeling good, maybe they need another, an extra day of rest after that, you know, depending on the lineup. Like, you know, you got to let the hot hand go. Let it, let it yeah. roll. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jason Schmidt, one of his complete game shutouts, he was also going for the Giants single game home run. Um, record mm-hmm. um but i always think of they're and they weren't talking about this time but they've talked about it in the past but there was a game where warren spawn was facing Juan marichal uh giants who was that brewers i think um and they threw oh now i lost it <laughs> they threw um oh boy it just went uh 200 spawn through 201 pitches marichal through 227 in one game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> Pull them after that, but <laughs> they pitched for four hours and 10 minutes, 16 innings. Dude, you got to be pretty just like I'm sore after throwing five balls <laughs> in from the outfield on like for like two days, you know? Like yeah. Whip a few in there. Like, oh, it's Saturday. Our games are Thursday coming in like Saturday. I'm like, dude, that still kind of. Still kind of feels a little, little bad. <laughs> I kind of get two hundo in there. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's wild. Just that I know that one just. Always, and I think the, uh, I don't remember what this. I think it was a one nothing game. I don't remember who won, but it's just wild. Yeah. So like these guys throwing a hundred and being out. I mean, those guys are probably laughing. <laughs> Double it. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going to describe a Padre for you. You tell me who it is. 6'4", 210, age 37. Oh, not Great mustache. <laughs> Matt Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's he, also raking. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm bringing him up. Like he's had uh, just a few articles that were popping up or, you know, 3 for 3 in the series over the weekend and uh, one of the games and has he been DHing all season for the pods? Did he come on at the beginning? Yeah. 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 Okay. He started the season. Okay. I, just I don't know if he was starting at the beginning, but. Okay. Yeah. The 2023 season, he's had 42 at bats, batting 238, three homers, 13 ribbies, 925 OPS. Can you break down OPS for me, coach? Uh, no, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, didn't we just talk about this? Like, oh, we always ago? talk about this. OPS <laughs> on, adds on base percentage and slugging percentage to get one number that unites is. the two. So, yeah, that's right. I don't know what it's out of then. It could be, is it out of like 2000? Like, because if it's on base, per, if on base percentage with it was 100% or 1000 and slugging percentage, like you get a double every time, could it potentially be 2000? Is that is that a I thing? Don't I don't know. I wonder what the I'm max not, is. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody it's knows. Like, yeah, it's like asking me QB rating. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, that's that's fluid. That's like a lot of different. Uh, yeah. So I I mean, some of these guys do have over a thousand. Like Babe Ruth yeah. ranks first all time in AL NL history with a career. 1.164 OPS while longtime Yankees teammate Lou Gehrig is third with 1.079. Ted Williams is second with 1.116. So there's your North County ties, Ted Williams <laughs> or San Diego, at least Ted Williams Parkway. But there we go. Now we figured it out again. I'm glad. But anyways, uh, yeah, Matt Carpenter rocking the stash. Who else? There's one other dude on the pods. I can't think of him right now. He's got another stash. It was oh Grisham. He's got a, a oh, nice stash so, yeah. as well. So, yep. anyways, Matthew Martin Carpenter, nicknamed Cart, born in 1126-1985 in Galveston, Texas. He was drafted in 2009 by I'm sure you know who Cardinals. Yep, there we go. 13th overall or round 13 overall 399 pick. He debuted in 2011. So he played Cardinals forever. Played with the Yankees for a season. And now he's with the pod. So good to see him over here. Good to see his mustache over here. What's that? At least one World Series, I think, with the Cardinals. Because I think they either won it in 2011 or 13. I remember. Yeah, one of the questions was, if you Google Matt Carpenter, did he win a a ring? But I didn't look up that article. So to leave you guys on the edge. But (laughs) he does have. So if you go to MLB.com and look up players and stuff, you could do their you know, all the stats and whatnot, but batting, and then you can break down their pitching too. So Matt Carpenter had one career game at pitching, had a 1.1 innings pitched and uh 1.50 whip. So that was his entire pitching career. <laughs> I wonder when he came <laughs> in to pitch. Probably one of those games. Who did that last year? There was somebody who came in and pitched like randomly. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, because the they were getting the other team. No, it wasn't for the pods. It was, some, oh. they, were, they were getting whooped. And so they're just like, I'll oh, bring in who I, like our left fielder or something. Was it Rizzo? Yeah. Maybe Rizzo was pitching. I think Rizzo. Or I think pitched maybe Rizzo was the bat. There was a funny one where it was. Oh, now I can't remember what it was, but where they were like laughing. Well, well, at bat. Oh, I think um, Freddie Freeman struck out against like Rizzo or something. I don't know. I can't remember. The Giants. <laughs> the Giants have an outfielder that pitched like three times last season. Oh, there's yeah? all these new there's all these new rules um about when you can pitch um a position player like what you got him up <laughs> um no but i can find it matt carpenter but, did win a world series in 2011 by the way okay um that i don't know r- how much rookie season played. dude that's that's yeah. solid yeah it's a good um, way to come into the league yeah so the new so it's the they're trying to cut down on like you know, that position player pitching thing. And so um, there's, I'm trying to find the details. Why, why would they, like, it doesn't happen that often and it just, maybe it's no, just it doesn't, to, but I think like, it's just ca- scratch, yeah. you know, like, ah, what game's over. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So they, I guess they just wanted to solidify the rule of when you could do that. Um, maybe mainly, maybe it's just for also pace of play. I don't know, but it says under the new guidelines, leading teams have, have to be up by 10 or more runs in the ninth inning in order to let a position player pitch while trailing teams can use a position player anytime it's down by eight or more runs. Position players are also allowed to pitch anytime in extra innings. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, teams would want to have a position player pitch just not to waste another arm in the bullpen. Yeah. But, 
maybe it just makes the game look goofy having position. I mean, it does. Although some position player went in this season and was thrown gas like 96 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, you figure all those dudes, uh, most MLB players were probably pitchers throughout high school, the studs, you know, maybe shortstop mm-hmm. and pitchers for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so they all have, you know, maybe even a little bit of college ball and then they kind of get shuffled around where, uh, well, you're not the ace of the ace of the ace. So you got to mm-hmm. go play shortstop or second, but. Or it goes the other way around too. You're not the best shortstop like Trevor Hoffman mm-hmm. was a shortstop. And then got moved to pitcher. Go pitch, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, little Padres history for you. How they came to be called the Padres. The Padres began, or sorry, the Padres began, that was a good start, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Padres began on a winter night. <laughs> the Padres became a major league franchise in 1969, but the San Diego Padres were in existence long before then. In fact, the Padres' first season came in 1936 in the Pacific Coast League after Hollywood Stars owner Billy or Bill Lane opted to move his team to San Diego. Lane did so because he shared a stadium with the Angels in the PCL and his rent was being raised. Instead of paying it, Lane built a stadium on the waterfront in downtown San Diego and gave birth to a new team, a team that would carry its moniker into the major leagues and the 21st century. As for the Padres moniker, it's a tribute to the city's history. It was the Franciscan Friars, Father Junipero Serra, and Don Casper de Portola, who founded the first Spanish colony in Southern California. Padre, of course, is Spanish for father or friar. And the name stems directly from the priest who established the first Spanish missions in California in 1769. Casually, the Padres. 1979. In 1979, after the Padres. Casually, the Padres are often referred to referred to as the Friars, their mascots, swinging Friar, and several team logos throughout history, including the one current iteration featuring a sandal-clad Friar swinging a bat. That's funny, that little, I mean, you've seen, you've seen the logo a thousand times, but it's funny that our San Diego logo has a dude just rocking some sandals. I kind of, that's, <laughs> that's a good little tie-in. It is, I agree. Love it, love it. And maybe next week we'll cover... Uh, I was just thinking they got moved from LA down to here as opposed to the other way around. That's happened a handful of times where teams are going to LA. But after we just talked about it last week, it looks like mm-hmm. the Oakland athletics may be moving to Las Vegas. Didn't it's we crazy. just say that last week? Was this, yeah. was it breaking? We were talking about here? the possum. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought about it as soon as I saw the article. I'm like, wait, we just talked about that. Dude, um, we were on top yeah. of it, man. <laughs> But I didn't know it was imminent. That's the big thing is I know that they've been in talks for a long time, but I didn't realize. And who knows? Uh, the They're buying a piece of property, but who knows what happens? Um, I mean, Oakland was it's just like San Diego. Oakland was never going to pony up the cash to build a stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes and the A's are the, the one of the, you know, they just don't make a ton of money. So th- compared to a lot of all the other teams, they're a low budget team. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason Moneyball was created in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, that was the that, that was the place for it. <laughs> What's up with the uh, the other Oakland team, the Golden State Warriors? Well, they're actually a San Francisco team now. <laughs> <laughs> they left Oakland. Also, they're That's, Oakland. I, Oakland at heart. Yeah, everybody's left Oakland. There's no nobody left. Uh, if the A's leave. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be all South Bay and San Francisco teams uh, mm-hmm. in the area. But um, the Warriors 
went down 0-2 in the series against the Kings. And <laughs> because they can't win on the road, they just have not all season. And then at home, uh, I really wish they were blowout games. They just weren't. So even like Saturday, did you watch any of the Saturday midday game? No, I think that's, I think I turned on, I, whatever I turned on, I just saw the wrap up. I, I was like, oh shoot, basketball's supposed to be on and they're wrapping up the whole day. And they, they're just saying the scores real quick. And they, I thought maybe the Kings had won because they, how they said it, but I think mm-hmm. they said Golden State won by one point. Is that one okay? point? Was, was yeah. that real? Okay. Yeah, that's real. And the Kings took a buzzer beater shot. Um, three point shot, which would have won it and missed it. So, but the Warriors had a whole bunch of just not a whole bunch, but a couple of just brain farts at the end called timeout when they didn't have any timeouts left, which is a turnover. Like there was just some, they were up by like eight, I think with less than a minute left and made it way too interesting. Yeah. Yeah. One point's a little, a little too tight. Yep. Agreed. 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 So So when um, game, Tomorrow. Five should be on. Oh, it's tomorrow. They yeah. have that long of a break? That's the reason the basketball playoffs Jeez. last for like four months. I mean, I guess <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, if you compare it to baseball, it's probably a little more a little harder on the body, a little you know, you need a little yeah. more time to rest. Recover. But recover. Especially because I think Steph sat out for like maybe two minutes out of the game. Yeah. Like he was on the he was on the court for the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, because they asked Steve Kerr. Like how he'll, he's already played a bunch of minutes. How do you think, um, how do you think you'll give him some rest in the fourth? And Steve Kerr said, I won't, he's going to be on the court the whole time (laughs) before the courts, before the quarter started. But I mean, they were, the point differential was like plus 16 when he was on the court and like negative eight when he was off the court. So like, it's a pretty obvious decision. Pretty, yeah. Pretty, pretty easy choice for the coach. (laughs) As long as he can still stand. But so they will I, be. Do, is it two three two? Did we? I no, mean, we talked about that. Two two, two, two one, one, one. one. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's yeah. up there, so it's not a huge deal. It doesn't really matter for them. But I yeah. think that's the reason they also have those breaks is like for the teams that are going from like you know Midwest to Florida or whatever. For the Warriors and the Kings, they're just taking a bus. But yeah, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, it looks like all of them are well, somewhat. Nah, maybe not close. Not, definitely not as close as. Well, this is probably. The the Lakers and the Grizzlies. Drive. That's that's a pretty far. That's a far one, yeah. Yeah. The Knicks Cavaliers, that's somewhat yeah, somewhat, somewhat close. Yeah. Suns Clippers, somewhat close. Nuggets, Timberwolves. That's eh, probably I don't know. How long do you think that flight Three hours. is? Yeah, probably not too bad. But yeah. Yeah, if you had to go, I don't know if they do East Coast, West Coast, Hawks, Celtics, not too bad. But yeah, that could get uh yeah, well, you need it gets more and more tricky. Days. Yeah, it gets more and more tricky after or once you know they're out of out of their own conferences. Yeah. So it's just I guess luck or not luck, but just by seeding who you face. So yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting. I it's it I wouldn't be surprised if it came down to game seven and the Warriors just have to figure out a way to win on the road for you. The Kings need to figure out how to <laughs> just stop the Warriors because they're. This is Steph Curry said that this is the hardest path to a championship that Warriors have had. Yeah, which is saying something since they've won a ton of championships. Over the just last not walking years. through it like past past years. 
Yeah, I think yeah, the Kings are are by far the hardest first round opponent they've had. All right, well, let's so. go Kings. Sorry, Phil. Go Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're ready to talk a little craft corner. For sure. All right, in this craft corner, we got beers of the week. We got it's a new. I don't know. I call it. It's it's a nano brewery is what it's called. So you're gonna have to go seek it. It's kind of even hard to explain and find, but <laughs> <laughs> you could do it, guys. I'll tell you how. And then we got some beer <laughs> awards. So, what was your beer of the week, sir? You already said it. I know. What was it? <laughs> Re- reiterate. Um. So I had it on Saturday night during the hitting clinic mm-hmm. because one of the the dads brought a couple of beers, uh, which was a blast, and. Uh, hit so i had it then and then i had it at the movie theater and that is just the og stone west coast style ipa the og Um, of ipas right there yeah it is still so good on draft i just don't have it very often unless we're at the movie theater (laughs) (laughs) well you've had Um, it you know like out of probably all the craft beers that's probably one of the ones we've had the most just because oh yeah it was i remember when it was I mean, craft beer was coming on up, but Stone was already like well out there. And you just go to bars and I don't know, we were like a ski mountain or something. They just have Stone on draft. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I know, I know that. Let's do that. Yeah, like it was just everywhere. Just get it wherever you and want. So, so consistent and so fresh and so I mean, just it is still just one of the perfect IPAs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just is. Yeah, uh, it's like the perfect ABV. It's six point nine percent. Tastes good. It, you got some hops. Yeah. Definitely yeah. some some bitterness. For sure. Yeah. Uh, a little tropical, as they put it. Citrusy, tropical, piney. Yeah. So I, yeah, I agree. That's great. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's my beer of the week. I also drink had uh, a handful of double peak beers, which were delicious as well. So yeah. Um it's just they're all just so good (laughs) they're all so good (laughs) what's today tuesday it's a 148 all right let's go get one (laughs) that's right we're we're out of here guys (laughs) thanks for everything all right my beer of the week i popped in i was doing a dinner run where do we end up eating dinner it was oh california kebab and ended up hopping into btr real quick you know how to do it so Anyways, one of them they had on draft is from somebody we brought up last year. They just opened their doors in 2022 down in North Park at Seek Beer Company. They had one on tap. It's the first one I've seen actually out in the wild. It was, uh, they are, what was the address? 3052 El Cajon Boulevard, Suite C down in North Park. The beer that I had, it's funny if you go to their Instagram and it's like, you know, the the link you could click to to see what the beers are. Or to see, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's there. It's like a Google Doc. <laughs> so <laughs> they're, they're going old school on this one, but it's a nice little menu here. So the one that I had was called dot, dot, dot to explore West Coast IPA, a little 7.0 ABV, Citra, Nectaron, Citra Cryo, and Chinook. It was, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy, uh, but tasty for sure. It was a little... Mm-hmm. It tasted oh, not flat, but less carbonated than most other beers for some reason. Hmm. I don't know if that was on purpose, uh, but, and it wasn't, so it is West coast style, but it wasn't, 
definitely not bitter as bitter as like a you know stone or, or a, I don't know what the ABV was. I mean not the ABV the IBUs, but it was definitely a little little crisper, a little cleaner, uh, tasting. So if you guys are out cool. at BTR or down in North Park, go down there. But they got some hazies. They got a hazy double, hazy triple. They got a few West Coast, a cold IPA. They have some sours, a milk stout, an imperial stout. So I didn't know. Yeah, for being a somewhat new brewery, they got they got a good selection. Good selection of brewskis. So cool. Yeah, go check them out. I'm sure you can get them elsewhere as well. If they're distributing to, I haven't seen them out in the wild. They had they do have they at the place they got to go singles and four packs, but. I haven't seen them elsewhere, like stores or bottle shops. Mm-hmm. So might have to do a little digging. Yeah. But Seek do Beer find, Company. Find a beer finder. Yeah. We'll host a wide variety of local food vendors and food trucks weekly. Additionally, Seek invites the community to join its weekly run club. Hey, another run club. Look at that. Every brewery has a run club, apparently. <laughs> Regularly scheduled taproom events will include bingo, weekly beer releases, and local charity benefits. Patrons can enjoy all seasons on the brewery's large patio and inside its inviting taproom. Seek beer is dog and family friendly. Locals and visitors can seek or can now seek fun experiences at North Park's newest brewery. So I think that came from... I remember reading the story, maybe Chicago, that was Kings and Convicts too, though. So maybe somewhere in the Midwest. Anyways, <laughs> go, go check them out. So the beers, we, you could just go to Instagram too. It's Seek Beer Co. See what they got cracking. Happy Saturday. It's a double release day. Enjoy this warm weekend with two delicious and refreshing beers. Modern Escape, a hazy double IPA made in collaboration with uh, Wolf King Brewing. And then high note, a fruited sour. So that just came out three days ago. So last weekend. Very cool. Yeah. Their cans are kind of cool too. I like the the branding. That's good. Good work. Seek. I'll try another one coming up. The uh, back to Mark's email. Thanks for the mm-hmm. information again, Mark. He did mention something else as well that fits right into beers of the week. Wings and arrows. So he says there's a big sign uh, for this one on the 101. I looked it up and it seems to be a new concept from the guys who owned and sold St. Archer, which we've mentioned before. They also have, what's the other three? Uh, Mucho Aloha. They have Ashland. They sold Ashland. They sold Ashland. Yep. They have the hard lemonade. That's Mucho Aloha, right? Yep. I'll bring it up. I think that's all they have now. Dude, I don't like this new Google. It's like once you type in something at the top, you're, it'll give you your result. But then right away, as you're trying to click that result, there's like four ads that pop up. Like, dude. Hmm. Yep. It's they annoying. have, yeah. So Ashland was what they sold, you said. Yep. They have Mucho Aloha Hard Lemonade and then Villager Spirits, which is those Cadillac margaritas and that kind of stuff. So anyways, I did a little digging, tried to find anything about beer about what's going on there I'm trying to find it here. and harlan too right uh no is it harlan i thought so hmm. i thought that's when they not sold part of their that's Archer. not part of their wings and arrows oh okay. but it is i mean it is kind of the, the same, same style same branding all that kind of stuff yeah i think it's the, maybe it's the brewer maybe it's not, maybe it's oh i don't know and now know. I can't find. Oh, there it is. Wings and arrow. Okay. When you so I was just trying to find Ashland website. 
music comes on automatically. That's why I was like, what? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so they don't have any. So Wings and Arrow Beer Company, it's a microbrewery, but they don't have any website. They don't have, they do have that giant sign on the coast highway. I think it's Lucadia. I believe that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, if you go to untapped, which is like a beer rating website, they do have people drinking it around town. So they have mostly the one that I see is the hazy IPA by wings and arrow beer company. And I went and found one video on YouTube and all it is, it's like kind of that St. Archer style where they have like skaters and motorcycles and it's kind of like dark and, you know, kind of very artistically done branding wise, Mm -hmm. but then they don't, it's like a one minute video and then they don't say anything about the beer. And then just a guy walking away with, uh, Oh, it just says wings and arrow beer company. So Mm -hmm. they're being very elusive about this, but it is they people. If it's the same one, people are drinking at this one was, uh, this one was drank at where to go here. Surf writer pizza company, which is in La Mesa. So they have mm-hmm. a little hazy down there. There was one up I saw in San Clemente. There's one at Mission Bay Park. There is a few so around town. So it is out in the wild, but stay tuned. We'll get some more information. I, I did a little digging, but I'm sure you get it. But they're not telling mm-hmm. me where it's at. So oh, a <laughs> tropical IPA here. Where's this guy get a tropical IPA? Uh, Riverside. That's where the other one was. So. They're secretly under the table dispensing beer. They're just not telling us where it is. <laughs> Beach cut. Yeah. Looks like La Mesa's got a few. So maybe they, they got to do something, be doing something in La Mesa. Interesting. But their, their office is down in Cardiff. So Cardiff. Anyways, yeah. sorry, Mark. Don't have too much information, but <laughs> we will keep and maybe, digging. And maybe Ashland hasn't sold. I know that there were talks about it, um, but it's still on their website. So okay, maybe that's still part of it, but... Maybe they're just building this whole monster instead of just like one beer company. They're like, dude, let's do beer. Let's do all these hard seltzers and these mixed cocktails and just boom, sell it all at once. Get whatever they sold the last one times four. You know, let's just, we know how to do this. It's, yeah, we have the, the, the blueprint. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. And they're probably, and they're probably canning in the same place and probably doing, I mean, it's not, that much different between the hard seltzer versus the hard lemonades versus the cocktails. It's all the same stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, other than the fact that the cocktails are 13% and the hard seltzer are five, but so it's just different booze. Yeah. Did you say you had, did you have one of the lemonades? You, you said you dug them, right? Wasn't it those no, ones? Okay. I, okay. I like, I like the Ashlands more than the, the lemonades and the cocktails okay. are pretty good. Um, there's a lot of them are just too sweet. Yeah. For me. Yeah. But definitely a lot of, a lot of sugar in there or mm-hmm. some sweet. Yeah. So, so I would much rather just have the Ashland cause then since I, I'd prefer something not, I like <laughs> seltzer. That's not uber sweet. Yeah. Like, I don't know if your kids are obsessed with it, but the prime drinks is like the thing. It's like, I don't know. No, I don't know how to put it, but it's it's the like new the hot trend, It's the trendy, it's the new the hot trendy thing. drink. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think it's Logan Paul's company or something like that. Yeah, I believe um, so. Yeah, but it's just the kids are, like live and die by uh, prime drinks, and it's yeah, get, like three three grams of sugar, all ton of fake sugar, 
And they're so sweet that I can't even drink. I couldn't drink one if I had to. Yeah. Like no, take Gatorade and multiply it by four. Gatorade's out. Sorry, guys. Coming in, yeah. coming in hot. I did. So we did go real quick to the go to the snack bar <laughs> to yeah. watch a little baseball and Cindy's little league. Cause I was like, I told the boys I'd bring them to watch a little baseball and get some at the snack bar. And mm-hmm. we went down there and that was, you know, they had the LaCroix and they had Gatorades, which are two bucks and they had primes, which are three bucks. Those are the, <laughs> those are the, the, the top item on the list, the $3 primes, but yeah, Gatorade's gone. We didn't get to watch any ball cause we had to come home, but we did go to the stupid down there for just a Gatorade. Well, it, it was in between games. So it was like <laughs> one game was ending. The other guys were warming up. So we watched a little warm up, watched, watched a little, uh, not BP, but you know, a little fielding practice and stuff. It was fun. We'll mm-hmm. go down, definitely go down again. It was good times, but a uh, little secret brewery that I found looking up. I was looking up on SD beer news. I think that's what it is. SD beer dot news. Maybe. They have all the beer information, but they also have a beer of the week on their site too. I think we were first, I got to say, but <laughs> with the beers of the week, but one of the beers that they had for was from one season brewing company. And it's like an ode to San Diego and, you know, it's always sunny and 75 degrees. So we only have one season, sunny, 72 and sunny all year long is their motto, but they it's, it's actually, that's why it's confusing. It's a nano brewery inside of a coffee shop that you could only get there. So it's like <laughs> the coffee shop's called uh Roasterito, which I love. That's a good, good name for That's a great. coffee shop, but welcome to San Diego's newest and smallest nano brewery. One season brewing will be a focused on brewing light beers. So crisp and clean. You'll want, you'll pour our beers over a full glass of ice. Huh? That's interesting. Pack up your bags and head to the beach or just stay at home and enjoy the endless sun from your patio. Regardless, one season brewing, We'll be brewing the light, refreshing brew just for you. Call it uh, labor of love. Call it craft. Call it passion to create. We are loving every second of this journey to honor the endless summer that all that we all experience in San Diego. We'll be crafting light, refreshing, crisp beers that you want to drink every day on your beach or your back patio. Sounds like they just said that. So anyways, one season, they're tasting. This is the other little part I read. Uh, their tasting room hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. To 3 p.m. So <laughs> you got to get it. It's really early morning. Get your coffee, then get your beer. Only selling early beers. But it says they're going to be expanding pretty soon. But it's a Traveler Coffee Roaster is where you can find them. And it is not North County, but it's 5839 Mission Gorge Road, Unit D in San Diego, 92120. So, anyways, a nice, a fun little. You want like a hidden beer experience nano brewery over at Roasterito. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Roasterito. So anyways, that was on that. And then real quick, we got some winners from the San Diego Beer Awards. I can't read that one. It blocked me for some reason. <laughs> it was the UT. You have to have a, a, a prescription, a subscription for that. But... Real quick, while this is loading up, uh, one more thing from Mark that he called out from last week said about we were talking about chicken hockey. We were talking about the location from the chef who opened it up in Lucadia, but they're still, from what we understand, still opening Chicken Hawk, which is with Tony Hawk in Bulanos over in mm-hmm. Lucadia. The new shop, it's like a little pop-up shop that the chef made is in Lucadia as well, but it's on coast highway 
and it's where the old like Moto Deli had a second there. There's a gelato place. There was Weenie Hut there that actually I don't even think ever opened, but they did have the signage out there. So it's like a little white building on yeah the side that has all of the shops in Lucadia. But anyways, that's where that is. So it's a modern day at the air, as they call it. So just keep it in busy probably while they get the stuff finalized for permits. Yeah, probably had the shop had that that place was open because there's the the it's the same Weenie Huts, the same people who had Moto Deli who have. Hamburger Hut, who have what else is the other, down there? Uh, Valentina, who have Corner Pizza. That's all the same restaurant group, and so mm-hmm. they weren't. They had this building at some point, and they probably yeah. He just wanted to kind of make it like a ho lab kind of cooking, staying busy kind of place. So yeah, that's what he did. So, anyways, um, a few winners from the San Diego beer news awards and i gotta give them a shout out San, it's not sdbeer.news it's san diego beer.news but if you type in sdbeer.news in google it'll still come up so i don't want to i want to make sure they get the shout out but version beer company and epic were tied with the most medals at seven apiece wow. uh the host brewery alesmith came even with the lost abbey and port brewing for the second most with six total uh medals north park beer company well, I, I remember we were going, they were beers of the week for a while here in, in our craft corner. I don't know what happened if they, they just stopped disappearing from our stores. Remember they had like the hot food and all those fun ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it might've been though that Chelsea bought me like three cases of them nah. for my birthday <laughs> <laughs> or father's day or whatever. That could have been, that could have been why, <laughs> but I remember they, they were making uh, me too. I was drinking a, a bunch of North park, but North park, I mean, they're yeah. always solid, but they racked so up. Good. Uh, the most first place awards with four, including best brewery in the South region and uh, best brewery honorees in other regions uh, include McElhaney Brewing to the East, Pizza Port Brewing to the West, Pure Project to the North, and Society Brewing for the Central. So in uh, back to my beer of the week, Seek Beer Company beat out 11 other brewery operations that debuted in 2022 to win best new brewery. While also taking first place for customer service, edging out last year's winner in the category, which is Hopnonymous Brewing. Hard to say, but love the name. <laughs> uh, the award for best expansion project went to Pure Projects for its North Park Satellite Tasting Room, while Stone Brewing won in overall interior slash exterior design for its Escondido flagship brewing restaurant, Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens. Do you think that can ever, like, is, does he think that just wins every year? Stone? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't really so. beat it. Like <laughs> that place is sick. So it's, I mean, what are you going to do? That's yeah. I we think can't, can't build concede. a better stone or I don't know. I mean, or dude, could you, the, the money they had to put in that place had to been a lot. Outrageous. Take a, yeah. take a big investment to get up to that spot. So, yep. Agreed. And uh, last but not least, a duet of commemorative companion beers for Ailsmith, Mr. Padre 2000 and Mr. Padre 3000 took top honors for, beer packaging design. So yeah, there you go. Oh, there's the one other high, pro- high profile beer styles include North Park's hot food. So they, they won for uh West coast IPA. A good one. I was thinking the other day too, when I was looking at beers and I was going, uh, when I was picking up the food over here, they used to have green flash West coast IPA. Mm-hmm. Is green flash gone? <laughs> Are they still well, here? The location's definitely gone. My yeah, no location's company, been gone but, for a while, but yeah, um, I I don't know. It's a good question. We'll I mean, they completely that. rebranded. Yeah, I, I thought just to sell. 
if they are still around, they're independent. I'm going to pick them up this weekend because just that that Green Flash West Coast IPA is just just solid. It's so good. Yeah, love it. Agreed. Yeah, but anyways, go to SD San Diego Beer News. You can read all about all the other brewery winners. There's a lot of local names in there: Five Suits, Battle Mage, Craft Coast, Jacked Up, Wild Barrel. Um, so a lot of uh, a lot of good beer. A lot of North County winners up here. So. I like it. Anyways, that's what we got for you. Let me make sure. Got that. Check. Oh, and last, all my PB friends out there. Sorry to say, but Bubs is closing in PB. After 25-year no. run, I think they're still having their downtown location, but their longtime Pacific Beach location, which... I've been a patron of many times in my decade down in Pacific beach. <laughs> Are they connected to the one downtown? Yeah. I think it's all the same. I think it's the same yeah. people. Uh, but yeah, they're closing down. So anyways, I, I'm not sure if they're already closed down or they're on their way there. They're definitely on the path. And the article is saying, so if you want your bubs fix, you're going to have to go downtown or go hit up PB real quick. It might be this weekend. Not exactly sure, but just wanted to give you guys that shout out. So you're not like, itching to go to bubs this weekend and you're like oh dang it chris said it's shut down so <laughs> anyways what do we forget dude i uh, just i'm i'm in a in a uh wormhole of <laughs> creed flash um they remember they got bought by sweetwater brewing okay which they're is out of fort collins colorado oh okay fort collins and I they're gonna be brewing Chicago. green flash beers there okay that's as of december 2022 okay so um yeah so i guess we'll see i just don't remember as much of a presence maybe i'm just missing it i'm sure there is when i go to the store i'll probably now that i'm thinking about it uh i'm gonna see it all over the place but yeah yeah the bottles are a little unique okay i will i'm writing it down (laughs) writing it down I'll make sure it's fresh too. All I right. Like it. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, hit us up if you guys need anything real estate or else wise, else wise, or <laughs> I, don't <laughs> Otherwise. How, I don't think that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hit us up. Hello at NorthCountyCA.com. Hit me up, Chris. I am Chris Erickson over on Instagram. You got Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis re on the old Insta. Come say what's up over there. Drop us a subscribe and a little review. You know, show us some love if you guys are picking up what we're putting down. Really appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll catch you all for episode number two hundred and ten next week. Adios.